urban of, relating to, characteristics of, or constituting a city. Creep. A distressing sensation like that caused by the creeping of insects over one's flesh, especially the feeling of apprehension or horror. Here are your hosts, J.B. Heyer and Caitlin O. Welcome to Urban Creeps. Welcome, creeps, to another episode of Urban Creeps, the slightly weekly podcast where we talk about urban legends and such. Weekly-ish. I am one of your hosts, J.B. Heyer, and as always, am joined by Caitlin O. Your other host. <laughs> so today we'd like to dedicate our podcast to the international country of Brazil. Yes, our not-so-local legend episode, if you will. We are aware that we have two fans in Brazil. They are avid listeners every time we post. Well, we hope so, but we really appreciate you listening. Hi, Brazil friends! So we thought that we would take some time to respect your country and your culture to the best of our ability and present two of the most fascinating legends that we could find. From... Brazil. From Brazil. Unfortunately, I don't know Portuguese, so I can't read it to you in Portuguese. To be fair, I took Brazilian Portuguese for four years in undergrad. What can you say? Uh, Well, I feel like we should move on to the portion. Obviously, the education did not pay. (laughs) But for what it's worth, I am pursuing a PhD in things. Oh, interesting. Not Brazilian Portuguese, I assume. It, no. Okay. It's not Brazilian nor Portuguese. Well. But it, it does say that languages are difficult to learn. Yes. And I can respect that. I'm still working on English. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> so, in relation to our Brazilian theme episode, I have come up with a way for us to figure out who goes first, involving Brazil. Alrighty, what is it? I have come up with a trivia question. As you can see, I have not checked the answer yet. The question is, what is the official bird of Brazil? Do you have a guess? Flamingo. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to go with the raven. There's no way. No, the peacock. I pick a peacock. (laughs) Okay, ready? Because of, you know, what's the the thing that they have there? Oh, it's the rufous-bellied thrush. Famously referred to in the well-known first strophe of the Brazilian nationalist poem, it's been the state bird of Sao Paulo since 1966 and the national bird of Brazil since 2002. Oh, a toucan! That would have been a good guess. All right, well, that didn't go so well, so... Rock, paper, scissors. Here we go. Dang it. That one. That's fine. Then I win. Crap. So... Without further ado and hesitation, I will present a legend that I found to be very interesting and quite oddly disturbing. (laughs) I can't wait. In the infamous words of one of my most favorite horror serial killers of all time, Michael Myers, I present to you (laughs) the legend of Boto. Near the riverbanks lived an indigenous family with an 18-year-old daughter named Isadora. Every day she would go down to the river to do chores like washing clothing and such. One day she went to collect water, Isadora decided to dive into the river for a swim. As she swam, she noticed a young man sitting on the edge of the river. They began to talk. 
The young man told Isadora that she that he was a simple fisherman. She noticed that for being so close to the water that he was oddly dressed, wearing white shoes, a jacket, and a hat. However, they talked all afternoon, and after some time, she fell in love with the young man. Isidora stayed with the fisherman, and they spent all night together. Every night from then on, Isidora and the fisherman met at the same spot on the river. Eventually, these meetings began to worry her family, so her father confronted her about where she had been spending her time. Isidora told him that she was in love and wanted to marry a young, handsome fisherman. The father agreed and invited the young man to stay the night at the family house. The father noticed that the man always seemed to wear the same clothes and never quite seemed to remove his hat. He also left every morning, coming back only in the evening. Yet one fateful night, the young fisherman did not wake before dawn. That morning was when Isadora awoke, she was drenched and covered in water. She screamed when she turned and realized that the fisherman was gone, and in his place was a pink dolphin. The father shot him with a shotgun, killing him instantly. The man was never seen again, and Isadora began to believe that he had left her, and that the dolphin was some freak animal accident. After some time, Isadora and her family realized that she was in fact pregnant. Nine months later, Isadora died during childbirth, but she did not give birth to a human. Oh no, she gave birth to a pink dolphin. The father realized then that the fisherman was the dolphin that he had killed. And from then on, all girls were banned to avoid a mysterious young man found near the riverbank. <laughs> what? The creeper porpoise Bodo. The pink dolphin? Hey, that man. sounds like a slang term for a vagina. Well... Let me tell you about it. <laughs> Another form of this myth is that the dolphins were once humans okay. and that they were cursed. These myths mostly, most likely arrived because of the intelligence of dolphins, uh, especially given that they aid fishermen in catching fish and are known to use their noses to help those drowning in rivers. Hmm. They have also been encantados or been called encantados, which means enchanted ones. The name is often used for any magical fairy-like being that uses their powers to seduce others. So sometimes the story is that the Boto will seduce young girls just to have sex for one night. But in some case, he can bring her to Encantante. The Encantante is a paradise palace underwater. But once you're brought there, you can never return. Those are slight variations. To I this. picture the palace in The Little Mermaid. It doesn't sound awful, though. I mean, if you can survive underwater in this palace, that could be cool. Sure. The origins that I found is that it often starts in June, when the celebrations of St. John, St. Anthony, and St. Peter are celebrated. A lot of the uh, riverside populations of the Amazon celebrate, and they have these massive parties. It's typically around then that the legend of the Pink Bodo occurs. Often it leaves the river, it transforms into a handsome young man, uh, often a good dancer, he's well-dressed, and he always has hats and shoes. The thing is, he uses the hat to conceal a large hole in the top of his head. Like a blowhole. Yeah, so it never completes completely, if you will. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, the transformation never completes completely. Oh, I completely. see. He still has the hole. So he always has the hole. That's why when a boy with a hat appears... People often ask him to remove his hat before they would serve him a drink to make sure that the hole is not there. So to make sure he's not a pink dolphin. 
Right. This is a, a current custom from what I thought. Oh, cool. So tradition says that the Boto carries a sword attached to his belt and a hat that's a stingray and belts and shoes that are also different fishes. The Amazonian tradition says that the Boto is manifested as a man. Okay. And as being manifested, other creatures of the sea represent the physical garb that it wears. Uh, like in Cinderella. Correct. Got so, it. like, the hat to stingray, the swords, uh, an electric eel, oh, shoes, cool. or, like, puffer fish, fish or, you know, it. maybe a grouper of some type. Yeah. How cool would that be if you had a stingray as a hat? It's like a Davy Crockett of the river. It's cool until the tail stabs you in the base of the neck. But it's like Davy Crockett, but instead of in the woods, you're in the water. Yeah. I get that. I could dig it. So, the idea is that an unknown and attractive man can easily conquer the most beautiful uh, and accompanied young women who crosses their path. He often will dance with her all night long, seduce her, and guide her to the bottom of the river, where they bang. After he bangs them, or her, whatever, gender aside, uh, young women are often, you know, left to be impregnated. With the, dolphins. Yeah, with the dolphin baby. Hmm. A lot of what I found is that, like, the legend of the Bodo is often applied to cases of uncertain paternity. So kids with unknown fathers are simply the filhos de Bodo, or the dolphin's children. Interesting. The pink Bodo, for what it's worth, is an actual mammal. Is it's it? It's similar to a dolphin that inhabits the basin of the Amazon River and can be found in countries like Bolivia, Ecuador, Colombia, and Venezuela. The basic differences are that dolphins live in the sea and uh, fresh water. The dolphin is gray in color, while the pink boto is particularly pink and, and quite different looking with a more elongated snout. In Brazilian folklore, botos transform at night from ghastly fish to handsome men and visit drinking holes and dance halls to seduce young women. The only part of their bodies that never changes is the blowhole. It's always <laughs> hidden underneath some kind of sweet-ass fashionable hat. And whence springs the custom to ask an unidentified man creeping around a bar like a weirdo to remove his hat and prove that he's human. And then when you see his blowhole, you arrest him for indecent exposure. But I'd like to say, before we plow through to the next sweet legend, mm -hmm. again, this feels like the same. It's trying to protect young women young, from making women. foolish choices. It sounds like, what's her name? You're young enough to get pregnant, thus you're young enough to make foolish choice. Eliza so, Day, you should have learned from that Irish chick. Yeah, black-eyed children don't have black eyeballs. I typed in, do Botos mate for life? And it said, did you mean, do bats mate for life? Yeah, baseball bats, man. How does that work? I just find it interesting that this legend, which... Hails from the Amazon, hails from Brazil, still encompasses the same typical ideas mm -hmm. and constraints about women. Not, I mean, every fucking legend we've done is it's about an impressionable the, young woman it's being the weakness yeah. of women. They're and being tricked by the liberty. sly man. It's starting to bother me. Yeah, like I'm starting to believe that they're all created to trap women. Urban legends situations. just revolve around young girls not being able to understand yeah, like how life creating works. creating fear yeah. so that they don't stray. Yeah. It's fucked up. To turn the tables a little bit on the traditional lady in distress story, I have a story about a very strong woman for you. So, 
dim the lights, cue the creepy music, I give you the pisadilla. One night, a Brazilian family gathered for a celebratory dinner. The father of the family was especially excited by the feast and ate until he was uncomfortably full. He ate so much that he became bloated and drowsy and decided to go to bed as soon as all of the guests were gone. Still full from the meal, he got into bed and laid on his back as it was the only comfortable position he could seem to find. He drifted off to sleep, content with his happy family and large, full belly. Little did he know, someone had been sitting on his roof, watching him through the window, and waiting for him to finally be asleep. Several hours into his sleep, the man woke up to the sound of a shrill laugh. He shook his wife and asked her where the noise was coming from, but she said she had heard nothing. Thinking he must have been dreaming, the man fell back asleep. Later on, the man again woke, but this time he was unable to move. He was overcome with fear as he watched a creature creep up the side of his bed and sit on his chest. He soon realized the creature was actually a thin, bony woman with short legs and long, messy hair. She had a pointy nose and long, thin fingers that ended in yellow claws where nails should have been. She looked at him with red eyes and smiled, exposing her sharp teeth and green mouth. As she smiled, she let out a frightening giggle. The man was paralyzed with fear. He tried to scream, but no sound came out. He tried to flail to get the demon woman off his chest, but his body wouldn't move. Seeming to take pleasure in the man's paralysis, even gaining strength from it, the woman began to press hard, then stomp down on the man's chest, making him unable to breathe. The woman pressed harder and harder, and the man became convinced he was going to suffocate. At the last minute, she climbed off the man and began to leave. But before she left the room, the woman turned back and whispered to the man that she'd be watching him and would return again soon. She giggled her shrill giggle and disappeared into the night. So, from what I could gather, this story originates in southeastern Brazil. It is said that the pisadilla is able to kill you in your sleep, but rather she enjoys waking people up and terrifying them in their half-asleep state. And your fear only makes her stronger. And one of two things happens when she visits you. Either one, you die a slow death and become another unsolved mystery, or... She leaves you, and your body reawakens with little to no memory of her existence. Hmm. Ways to avoid her visits? Don't eat too much before you go to bed, because it is said that if you eat too much and go to bed, you can only lay on your back to feel comfortable, and that leaves you exposed to her. Sure. So, the Portuguese word for nightmare is pesadelo, and it is derived from peso or pesado, meaning heavy. So... Thus, pisadilla, I guess. This is a descendant of a Portuguese myth called Fradinho da Malferrada. Um, it's called, it means little hand hole friar. And it's known to enter bedrooms of rednecks and hillbillies and place a heavy hand on your chest to prevent screaming. I kind of like that. What is a Brazilian hillbilly? I thought that was fun to picture. So some variations in different regions of Brazil, she's either fat or heavy, as opposed to the thin bony woman. She is either silent or giggling, and she either comes into the house through the door or a chimney. So Santa Claus style or window style. So Clouseau explains it all or Santa Claus. Santa Claus, exactly. 
Um, so she, in different regions, um, instead of Pisideria, she could also be known as Pesideria and wears a red hat. If you get the red hat away from her, she loses all of her strength and will grant you a wish to get it back. That's an odd turn. Right? And also, Pisador, which is Portuguese for one who steps on someone, and that's a masculine demon versus a lady demon. So, in general, this urban legend is an explanation for sleep paralysis. And it originates from years and years ago, before they had science, they had myth. So, sleep paralysis is known to cause anxiety, inability to perform physical movements, auditory and visual hallucinations, and fear. And there was a study done about sleep paralysis that said people report three different types of sleep paralysis. They either report feeling an evil presence, having an out-of-body experience, or experiencing shortness of breath and chest pressure. And all of these things are explained by the Pisidia. I'm not going to lie. I have experienced a sleep paralysis before. Yeah. When I was younger, probably around 17, I will always remember this. I woke up in the middle of the night. And I could not move. Like, I was laying on my side. I had my face on the side of the pillow. And I awoke. But I couldn't move my body. Like, I tried to will my body. And I couldn't. But I felt that something was looking over me. I mean, I'm not making this shit up. It no, I believe you. It freaked me the fuck There's a scientific out. study on it. Yeah. People report it. It's bananas. Yeah. So, it's very real. And that's the first thing that came to mind when you told me this was that it was some means to explain sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. And also, when looking into sleep paralysis in general, in other countries, they have similar explanations for sleep paralysis. And I just thought this was interesting, so I thought I'd mention it. In Japan, they explain sleep paralysis by saying it's a vengeful spirit that's come for you. In Nigeria, they also describe it as a female demon. Canadian Eskimos believed that it was caused by spells from shamans, and many still believe that sleep paralysis is due to alien invasions or abductions. So, come on, Mulder and Scully, let's figure this shit out. Was there an X-Files episode about sleep paralysis? I feel uh, like there should have been. Probably. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I they, mean, it, they were, what, ten seasons? They ended, yeah, but Mulder wasn't in the last season. Yeah, well, however many seasons they did, there was probably at least one about sleep paralysis. Well, perhaps it would be best if you all told us. Yeah. If you know what episode The X-Files talked about sleep paralysis, we would very much enjoy knowing. Because if you don't tell us, then we'll just have to go watch the entire series and figure it out. Also, if you're from Brazil and you liked our legends, let us know. If you didn't like them, keep that shit to yourself. We don't care because we like looking it up and saying what we want. Yeah, also... If you wake up and there's a goddamn dolphin in your bed, you got a lot of fucking problems. And the last one, the last one is whether you're pregnant or not. And if you're a dude. That's all kinds yeah, of crazy I, I stuff don't know. to explain. You know, Would it just, use its at, nose? At this point, maybe it has evolved to where it's just feeling out what it wants to be. I thought dolphins had cloacas. I just don't think it's fair to say that a dolphin is going to be male. Like, why couldn't it be female? And then because the legend dude? says it's male. Right. Well, we all know urban legends are true. Exactly. That's why, why we're, we're doing this. To I tell you all it. a bunch of true stories. So, anyways. So, if you wake up and there's either a dolphin in your bed or a demon woman sitting on your chest, you got a shit ton of problems. Also, if you live in New Jersey, send us urban legends. Also, if you wake up with either of those two things, you're probably in Brazil. Yeah. What is a Brazilian redneck? That's we what's would like sticking to know. with me. Please tell us more. I would love Please to. Please email us at 
urbancreepstories at gmail.com if you have any information about what the fuck a Brazilian redneck is. I can't wait. We really would like to know. Uh, also, if you have local legends or anything else that you think would be of interest. Or international legends. Yeah. Feel free to send us that as well. Well, thanks for stopping by today. What's with this cat? Tater tot! She's eating your drumstick. I don't want her to eat my drumstick. She's not eating them. She's just laying underneath. Regulate your cat. Well, thanks for stopping by. We hope you learned something, because we certainly did. Creep on down, creep on down the road. It's like The Wiz. Have you seen The Wiz? It's Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, as always, we appreciate you spending your time with us. And make sure to keep on creeping on. Bye! Bye!